0: Thanks to our malt mates at Cry Malt, this is Beer as a Conversation, I'm Matt Kierkegaard. This week on a bonus episode of Beer as a Conversation, Pete and I saddle up with Josh Donahoe from Sunshine Coast Craft Brewery Tours. The recent Gab's Hottest 100 Craft Beers poll shone a spotlight on Queensland's Sunshine Coast and its brewing scene. And listeners will know our goal for 2019 is to get out more for Beer as a Conversation and visit the breweries that we're talking to. So we approached Josh to help us put together a trip to get out and see firsthand a few of the breweries on the Sunshine Coast and to meet the people behind them. You will get to hear our conversations with Heads of Noosa, Boiling Pot, Glasshouse Brewery, Your Mates and Ten Toes over the coming weeks, and this week we start with you Monday. But as a bonus this week, we bring you a chat we had with Josh while we were between breweries. We find out about how he came to be running Sunshine Coast Craft Brewery tours, as well as get his thoughts on the Sunshine Coast beer scene and find out why it's growing so strongly. Our day with Josh was very hectic and we managed to get the chat with Josh started, but we didn't get back to it between all of the brewery tours. So the conversation ends quite quickly as we pull up at the Yamundi Brewery, but you'll still get a great overview on the growth of beer tourism, Josh's brewery tours, and why the Sunshine Coast is such an exciting brewery location. Enjoy our conversation with Josh Donohoe from Sunshine Coast Craft Brewery Tours. Josh Donahoe, welcome to Beer as a Conversation. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, no, actually, thank you for having Prof and I. We're uh, we're doing an episode of uh, Beer as a Conversation Taxicab Confessions, tape.
1: On the road again? <laughs> uh, yeah, and and look, we probably should preface the the whole thing by just letting Josh know just the level of trust that we've obviously put in you, because Matt and I don't normally travel together. Um, we have separate flights, it's separate taxis, like d- separate uh, Ubers, that sort of thing. Just the, <laughs> just the risk that uh, that it is to <laughs> the the empire too, that okay. is bruised new. So yeah, a lot of um, responsibility in your sturdy hands there, Josh.
2: And have we told everyone we're on the Sunshine Coast? We're, well, we're we on. haven't yet,
0: but yeah. uh, well, we're about to say, uh, so Josh Donahoe, uh from Sunshine Coast uh, Brewery Tours, although it's actually not Sunshine Coast Brewery Tours. Sunshine
2: Coast Craft Beer Tours. Craft there beer is a brewery tours. up here called Sunshine Coast Brewery, so I, I didn't jump on that name. It would, ah, okay. Would have been a bit
0: confusing. But, mate, you, you do run a, uh, a food and wine and beer um, specialty tour business up on the Sunshine Coast, which is arguably one of the most exciting uh, beer precincts in, in, in the country at the moment. Um, so there's a couple of brewery openings that have occurred the last, last night and tonight, so we're up here. So we thought we would uh, hop a ride on a, on a brewery tour under your expert guidance, but before we do, we might sort of find out a little bit of, of uh, who is Josh you know, how, how did you come to be running a little boutique uh, operation on the Sunshine Coast? Yeah, it's an interesting story,
2: um, the, the move, I guess, from Sydney me in a position where that happened. Um, so I moved moved up to the Sunshine Coast around three and a half years ago. Um, my partner at the time had a job opportunity up here so we decided to, to make the move. I'd holidayed up here but um, didn't have a set job or, or business necessarily to move into. Um, I had a small event contract that I could take with me and, and work uh, remotely or from, from wherever so I figured I could get to the coast and put my ear to the ground and see what was what. So when I got here... Is
0: your background in events? What were, what yeah. were you doing?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So years of, of working in events, I've worked in the um, local government and not-for-profit sector, um, mainly in youth development, which sort of pushed me into that event sector, running um, you know, live music events and skate competitions and film competitions and all those sorts of things. So event experience from working with young people pushed me into that, um, into that sector. Um and I was running a motoring event for Camp Quality, a charity for quite a few years, um, which was a large scale event. So yeah, I've worn many hats over the years, but but running events was definitely where most of my skill set was, was based. Um and then moving up here, I tried to put that skill set to use and looked what was what was big business and um what was happening and tourism obviously is a, a huge part of the Sunshine Coast. Um so I found a little niche to run tours and at that stage it was um it was private tours for, for groups that was accommodating, you know, a local winery, some scenery, um, and you know, one or even two of the breweries that were even, uh, in existence at that time. And were you
0: a beer lover? You know, were you into the craft beer movement, uh, or craft beer and sort of different beers before you just saw it as an angle or has that come as a result of seeing a business
2: opportunity? No, i def- definitely been a fan for a long time. I, um, you know, living in Sydney and before I moved, I was lucky enough to live in that inner west pocket and was there to see, you know, Young Henry's open and then obviously the development in Marrickville and all these great breweries open up. So um, that's been more recent and something I've enjoyed um, in recent years. But I guess, you know, I was always that guy that drank Cooper's Pale when the boys were drinking VB and, and new, which was good because they never drank my beer. Um, so I always enjoyed beers that had a little bit, a little bit more flavor and something else to offer. Um, a friend of mine lived in Colorado in the '90s, as a, a ski instructor, so I visited him uh, in Breckenridge, and he took me to a what they were calling a micro brewery at that point, um, which was a, a large brewery set up there, and I loved it. So I, that that interest has always been there, mainly from travelling and sourcing, you know, local beer and local experiences. Um, so it's something I've enjoyed for a long time and had a passion for. I mean, I, I kicked off home brewing probably about three or four years ago, but uh, I'm still still a novice in that department. Um, but yeah, that passion was definitely there and when I moved to the coast, it was probably one of the boxes that didn't quite tick when I moved here, you know, we had one brewery and uh, maybe one or two bars that had craft beer on tap, so it was, it was very much in its infancy when I first got
0: here. And over that time you've seen a huge explosion in breweries, particularly on the Sunshine Coast, you would have only had uh, two or three to, uh, to take your tours to at the start, now you've got um, a, a choice of I think a dozen...
2: Yeah, I think we're thirteen currently, 13.
0: including the the new opening Boiling Pot. Yeah, so it
2: was the the tour company was a very broad, bespoke kind of tour business at that stage. Um, but I do remember sitting down with Matt uh, Jankoskis from Brew haha around the time of their opening, and um, we just had a pretty frank chat. And he said, "Josh, why don't you be the brewery tour guy before someone else does it? You, you're sort of already doing it now. You, you're passionate about beer. You're running tours. Um, you know, we want to work with you, and you can work with us, and we can." Um, We can make that all all come together so um, yeah and then rapidly more and more breweries opened um, after that date as well so it has happened very quickly and it was more a timing when i moved up here i was probably just fortunate to be here a little before that happened uh, and been able to get a foot in the door and josh obviously the um i guess the biggest draw
1: card from a um a prospective client point of view is i can visit these places and i can you know i can have a sample at each one Uh, I can uh, still keep myself reasonably smart but it saves having to drive Um, but what are the I guess the other advantages that um, that you
2: see that you offer with this particular service? I mean your first point there is is truly valid here on the sunny coast things are so spread out so that there is just no other opportunity of of public transport or other ways to get from A to B so um, that was a a good reason to start a tour business originally but looking at, at beer um, specifically now, and, and what else we can offer on a tour and, and offer um, um, you know guests who come on board tours is um, that opportunity to meet the brewer uh, and get behind the scenes, learn a little, a little bit about beer and, and how beer is made, history of beer. Um, but I think the key thing is really educating people on those different styles of beer. I mean, there's an opportunity to get local beer and craft beer into the hands of someone who's never tried it before. So it's, a, it's an opportunity, I, I think, to really... Um, give them that experience and give them a good first experience into craft beer so that's something we really try to do is work out you know where are people at on their journey are they uh, you know are they still drinking um forex and really tentative are they they've tried a few craft beers but they're still not sure what they like or are they a you know full full full-fledged craft beer nerd and they're just looking for something unique and seasonal Um, and that way we can tailor what we offer and Um, what we structure with the tours, and even what the brewers can chat to them about when we we bring them to their venues.
0: And how does your um, clientele break up? You're in a beautiful tourism region. Uh, We've just picked picked up from the airport so you can fly in from elsewhere. It's got a big local population as well. Are you finding that your tour groups are tourists looking at discovering the Sunshine Coast? Are they locals? Um, Is it bucks parties? What's the sort of average tour?
2: From the beginning, it was definitely a lot of locals just all of a sudden realising what was in their backyard. So it was a great opportunity to showcase locals and get them on board and um, support and find their local brewery. Um, There was a a, a small amount of, you know, Brisbane and Sydney and perhaps Melbourne um, visitors who were craft beer fans searching for craft beer. So they knew there were breweries and were able to to search it out. Um, That's probably started to grow. So the domestic and international tourist who comes here um, has, has grown to be a bigger part of the business but it's still a lot of private tours for us with groups whether it's 30th 40th 60th or groups of bucks or even hens uh, hens groups that want to go and have something fun and have an experience um, with a group of friends so it's it's a pretty diverse group um, and I've found that target group has really um, the demographics really changed in the, the two and a half years we've been operating from you know 30 to 45 90 percent male to 25 to 55 maybe 70 percent males so that just that change in the demographic's been really interesting to see because i think people are becoming more exposed and more interested in in beer because there is you know there's a beer for everyone those of us who have been in this
1: caper for more than 10 minutes are probably fairly well aware that uh, stainless kind of has a little bit of a sameness after um you know two or three brewery tours do you find that you've been able to, I guess, to uh, influence what the brewers and the particular breweries offer, um, like what they're offering is to, to the punters? You know, once they, once they, I guess, those who are into the, the process, uh, once they get a handle on that, do you find that they're after something a little bit different, a bit more of the, maybe the background, the story, the history of the styles? And has that influenced, I guess, the way that breweries see themselves as a tourist destination?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd be kidding myself if I thought people wanted to hear three brewery tours back-to-back at the three breweries we go to. So we either try to break up the the brewing process and look at the hot side and the cold side at the second stop, um, or we'll focus on styles at the first stop and, and break that up a little bit. But you definitely touched on a key point, which is the story. Um, really trying to connect with stories from a, a broader tourism perspective. Um, people want to connect with local stories and have local experiences, so... Brewers have a great story, you know, where they come from, where do they start brewing, where did they brew previously, um, you know, what are their favourite styles of beer or where, where do they source their ingredients from or what's the story behind the, the brewery name? So there's always a great story to tell and I think that's really important that um, they're in a position to be able to tell that to the um, the guests we have on tour um, and I think that's just as important as the brewery tour and sample these beers. Um, it's another way to connect, I mean, if you looked. There's so many great breweries and great beers um, on the shelf and those that are gonna stand above others are the ones that not only have a great product, but have a great story and connect that great story to their fans. Um, So if we can give uh, visitors the opportunity to hear that story and connect with that brewery story as well as um, try the beer at the same time, I feel like we've, we've given them a proper opportunity to connect. And I think,
1: too, that one of the biggest advantages that you've got is that it's not just, like you say, it's it's craft beer tours, but it's not just breweries. So being able to incorporate both wineries and also, I guess, those other artisan style, um, you know, destination sort of tourism places, that it kind of puts beer in a better context than um, it's just about, you know, getting loaded or it's just about um, uh, that sociability or, you know, the... Uh, the climate and the lifestyle just suits beer do you find that you have uh, I guess that um, that link that paddock to plate paddock to pot uh, you know
2: hands-on sort of uh, thing just value adds yeah definitely Uh, yeah I think breweries here too and then the the region that we're we're in is so uh, focused on produce and there is so much amazing local produce being grown here that it would be crazy not to tell that story as well. And the way that the brewers connect with those local suppliers and producers is pretty amazing. Um, you know, One of the new tours we're launching is going to be exactly that. It's going to be a farm to fork type tour that finishes at a brewery and it samples the produce from the farms we've just visited and matches it with local beer. Um, you know, it's not just the use of you know, local fruit and local ingredients into the beer, it's the, the connecting with local producers in the food that they serve up through their kitchens. Um, so when I first started, the idea was to be quite broad and take in all those amazing things. And then, you know, the, the niche tour with the, the breweries sort of took my focus for a little while. But the idea was always to go back and then start incorporating those things because the stories work so well together. You know, not just spent grain going to local farmers. There's a, it goes a lot deeper than that, especially on the Sunshine Coast.
1: And on that, have you had support from, uh, you know, whether it's local tourism or, um, you know, local council, local government, um, or are we still, I guess, uh, a little bit behind a bit of a barrier or an obstacle that, you know, oh, we don't really want to be seen to be supporting, you know, going from pub to pub,
2: sort of, you know, pub crawl? I think when I first started the business, a lot of people thought I was probably crazy because there were only a few breweries, but I think, I think tourism probably hadn't quite clicked that it could be um, a beer destination or, or beer could help drive tourism to a destination. Um, in the last 12 months though that's definitely changed you know i work very closely with the local tourism bodies and even tourism um, Queensland and i really feel that that shift has changed and you know to be honest we don't grow grapes we can't really make good wine in Queensland apologies to any winemakers but um, yeah uh, but we can make beer and we are making great beer and you know recent Hottest 100 results and awards and and things have been given out to Queensland in general and also the Sunshine Coast shows that. So if people are gonna be coming here um, to go to the beaches, we can encourage that stay, which tourism would love people to stay those additional nights, but a a destination has to have other things to offer other than just the beaches. So if we can offer great produce and great breweries and, and those great local stories, people will stay longer and
0: enjoy those things. I've had breweries describe uh, uh, this area describe you as being such a like a, a linchpin to the industry because you have been out there flying the flag for tourism. You've brought it to some extent to the, the tourism body's attention. Um, you, you take tours to all of the breweries. How hard is it, from your perspective, when you know not all breweries are created equal, um, to play that political game? You know that whilst they're all in it together, they're also competing. There are some that are just more uh, desirable locations or uh, you know, better venues to, to take than others. How do you manage to sort of play that political game of uh, keeping everybody happy and still keep your business uh, you know, running smoothly? Yeah, it's all about sharing the love. I mean,
2: I, I we have three set tours that accommodate all those different regions. So there's an opportunity to make sure we do touch those breweries and and give them an opportunity to be part of what we do and expose them to those um, tourists that are in town. But generally speaking, I guess I really like advocating for the region um, and that includes advocating for all the breweries because they're part of the region and they're part of what's bringing people here and sparking their interest. So look, I don't find it that difficult. We, We are a pretty collaborative industry and I hadn't worked in the the beer industry previously but to move here and see all these breweries growing and starting at roughly the same time meant that everyone was in that same kind of boat everyone was new and everyone's trying to find their feet find their market so in a sense the fact that all the breweries are quite new has probably brought us even closer together as a collaborative industry whilst there's still competition with selling beer and getting beer on tap um, i really find here on the coast uh, and maybe it is across other areas I, i don't know but being able to meet up every two months with all the brewers and have a beer and talk about common issues and, and maybe even have a, you know, a rep come in and talk to us about something. We had Hendo come the other week and, and, and talk to the group. Um, it, it's, a, it's a pretty warm, fuzzy feeling to be able to be part of that. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm the linchpin behind it. I, I just like engaging everybody and, and building those relationships with not just the brewers but also with tourism and any other stakeholders who can help elevate what we do. Um, on the coast, so um, yeah, it's 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 an industry that I'm not familiar with being that collaborative, and that's a pretty nice thing to, to have. And that's you know it's one of those things that gets you out of bed and makes you realise you're in the right industry. You mentioned uh,
0: the, the issue of getting beer on tap. You know, the Malula Bar is where I've traditionally had my family holidays. Like we would come up, um, and in fact, uh, Brews News was launched in a motel in a hotel room. Uh, in 2011, 2010, 2011. Whilst I was on Christmas holidays, um, but it's not been a great beer destination. It's tended to be uh, a place of Corona signs, you know, light lagers, surf clubs with uh, heavily tied contracts. Um, have you started to see venues marking themselves out as being willing to put on non-mainstream beers on, or is it still a real fight to try and? I get venues to take beer on and get um, beer drinkers to uh, to embrace craft beer.
2: It's definitely still an emerging scene, but in the space of the three and a half years that I've been up here, the change has been huge, not just in the amount of breweries, the amount of bottle shops actually stocking craft and independent, and the amount of bars that uh, are doing the same thing. So there were a couple of you know original um, bars that were doing that from the beginning, and Black Bunny was one, which is sadly no longer with us, but offering great great craft beer uh, and then Taps in Malula bar is another one so they were the two main watering holes you could go to to try new beer um, local beer would be on tap as well um, but since that period there's a bunch more open there's a great little bar in Ruchido called Sneaky Baron um, and then a bunch of bars and even smaller restaurants are taking that opportunity to say well we'll just give some local beer a go or we'll put something else on tap so that that's changed hugely in the three and a half years. So. Um, there's a handful of great places you can go to now, as opposed to sort of one or two, and that's spread from Caloundra right up to Noosa. Uh, even surf clubs are coming around and putting some local stuff on on tap, which is great. Well, I,
0: I took your tip this morning and I went down to Moto. Um, you to, uh, up at Noosa, um, in in at Noosa Junction, and uh, didn't have any beers this morning. They've got four taps of local craft beer, but had one of the best smashed av avocados uh, that, that I've had, so uh, it was. A, thank you for that
2: tip. Oh, I mean, they're a great bar. They've supported purely local on those taps since the day they opened, uh, and I don't know if there's any other bars, definitely none up here, I, th- I think that could make that same sort of claim. Um, so having those restaurant owners and startup businesses take what is a bit of a risk to put on local beer and, and support that, um, they're just as much championing the industry as everyone else. Josh, how important is,
1: um, just off the back of what Matt was just saying, because for me as a, as a hospitality veteran, um, I know that sometimes you will, I guess, tailor your offering based on changing trends and what the feedback is from your from your guests, whereas other times it's sort of you will try to put something on different and then, uh, and then hope to attract. How important is social media, both from the tourism side of things, but also, I guess, just influencing... Uh, the punters to to ask for local or, you know, do you have any local beer on tap? And is that kind of, a, a, I guess, a losing battle or are we starting to kind of, you know, swim with the with the flow, with the current?
2: You mean, are we getting more local beer on tap yeah. just because of public pressure and, 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 and local how, support? And yeah, and
1: how important is, is the, the social media
2: aspect of that? Yeah, I mean, I think the... Getting locals to ask for local beer at venues that don't, have it on tap, will slowly change that perception. And that, that's definitely happened. A lot of other bars and pubs have, have come around and at least put one or two on tap. So that that's happened. Through social media, I mean, I guess I can talk from the coast specifically. Um, you know, we've got our own um, Facebook group, the Sunshine Coast Beer Heads, and there's a little bit of um, a local following in there. And I think the local craft beer following has grown considerably too, which is good to see. So there's enough... Um, craft beer fans to support all these new bars that are opening. So, I mean, there's avenues there to talk about, hey, there's another brewery opening or these guys have got this on tap or, you know, a little bit of a heads up of these guys are supporting local. Um, so there's a little bit of push on social media to help to help that. But I think it's mainly the straight over the bar. People are like, oh, you don't have any local on tap. What, what, how come? Can you, can you get some in or try? You know, there's a brewery just up here. So I, I, think, it, I think that drive comes more from the face to face. And is there an opportunity
1: for something similar to what the High Country Brewery Trail have done, um, with a, I guess a concerted effort from the region's breweries, that can perhaps lead to uh, you know the sponsorship of surf events or um, or other cultural events that might sort of help, you know, as Matt likes to say, you know, the, the rising tide floats all boats. I don't think that was his original. But <laughs> oh, I
0: can't claim that one. <laughs> no, Prof. Jeezy uses a lot of. Bintang effect, I can claim.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, from, that's definitely a, awesome. from a sponsorship perspective, I'm not sure yet. I mean, we're still quite a new group and a new region, but you know, as far as creating a, a dedicated trail and have something online or even a you know a, a trail map that people can print out or have on their phones, that, that's the next step, and that's something I'm working on with tourism to create that kind of feel. But as a collaborative group, um, last year the brewers got together and um, did a Karma Keg brew. They did it here out at, at Yamundi, which is we're on our way to, Um, they did that uh, and then sales from that went to support a local charity compass. Uh, And the talk amongst us more recently is we're going to try and do that again um, this year and and focus again with that charity. But we might do a few additional things. We might run a hop-on, hop-off bus to some of the regions. We might have a charity golf day amongst local bars and breweries as a bit of fun. But I think working collaboratively to support local and it might, that might lead to sponsorship of local events, but um, definitely supporting local initiatives is something that group's pretty passionate about um, because I think they get such a good level of support from community on all sorts of levels that um, it's great
0: to be able to give that back. Now, you just mentioned, uh, you know, people are going into their venues and asking for local, and, uh, you know, there's that consumer pressure to be putting um, local beer on. And You also just said that we're heading to your Monday. Um which is a great example. Christian is a real um, collaborator with all of the breweries up here, but it's also a brewery that's owned by Lyon. It's just been announced that their lager is being made down in Sydney. Um, You know, how threatening is that to some of the small local breweries when you've got a, a big corporately owned brewery that's seen as being local even when the beer is very portable and no locker has to be local. Um, is, is that going to make it hard? You know, is, is that a way to craft wash um, taps that would it may otherwise be uh, picking up the independent locals?
2: This
1: will be a good uh, test of Josh's political now, so this one.
2: <laughs> well, you yeah. are speaking to Chris surely and he'll be able to answer those questions. No, I, I, look, I, I think there's two ways to look at that. One is, yep, sure, they're now jumping on taps and, and potentially taps that other local breweries could have been on or they're they're finding their way into the surf club, which never put anything different other than the usual offerings, and locals get to try a local local beer or a local brand, and it is a little different. Guys are making a great lager, great pale ale. They do some really good seasonals here too at Yumundi. So I still think it's a great introduction. It's an introduction to drinkers to find a beer and find something different, which will, A, drive them to Yumundi brew to check out more and see the story and, and see what else they do, B, try other local beers that are on tap or try other beers that are a little bit different. So, I mean, they're a great supporter locally and, and I know Chris will talk about that more when you chat with him in depth. But, um, you know, the, the brewery is inside a, a great local pub and a locally owned pub with tons of local jobs. It's a, you know, I know they brewed the, or remade the Amundi Lager with local people in mind and gave them the opportunity to trial the beer and taste the beer and make a beer for the locals. So there are some really strong local ties with those guys regardless of the line connection. um, I think having their beer on tap is a little win. It's a little win on on, um, tap lineups that wouldn't have had a a different beer on at any time.
0: And I don't know I can argue with any of those um, things, but there is that added element of tap spaces at a premium. We did start to see venues because of consumer pressure um, for local beers start to change their lineup and maybe have lower and lower um percentages of their taps tied up and then suddenly they can get a beer that's essentially made in sydney um to um prop up that contract system which makes it harder i mean is that a fear that you've picked up from some of the local breweries or because chris is such a good guy and you know he's so helpful that there is a you know well that that's just business and we'll just sort of compete the best that we can i
2: the brewery bus on the other side Good you? Yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> Talking about the collaborative nature of the industry with this brewer, <laughs> right there.
2: Probably dropping beer off to the the bottle shop at your Monday. Um, no, look, I see it as an advantage having these guys here. They bring a wealth of brewing experience, um, far, far, many more years than, than the rest of the guys here. And um, if there is any you know, negative attitude, I certainly haven't heard it amongst local brewers. I, I think
0: the advantages they bring far outweigh any of those those negatives. Just pulling up at the, the Umundi Brewery, we might uh, pause and sign pick off this now. up on 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 the, the next leg and that was our conversation with Josh Donohoe from Sunshine Coast Craft Brewery Tours. We can't thank Josh enough for putting together a huge day of brewery visits. And if you're on the Sunshine Coast, we can't think of a better way to visit the region's breweries or a more engaging and engaged host. You can find a link to the Sunshine Coast Craft Brewery tours in our show notes. Don't forget, if you like what we do at Radio Brewers News, you can help us out in a number of ways. You can sponsor the show either by a small monthly contribution or through a one-off donation. You can find details in the show notes. You can review our podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcasting service. Let us know what you think and help others discover the show. Finally, you can tell us directly what you think by sending an email to producer at All letters received will receive a Bruise News bottle opener, and thanks to our good friends at Beer Cartel, the letter of the week will receive a mixed six pack of Australian craft beer. When Bruise News cast and crew are buying online, we buy at Beer Cartel. We love hearing your thoughts on the stories we cover. Because beer is a conversation and we look forward to another conversation next week.